You see, Jason was my son. And today is his birthday. I'm a messenger of God. You're doomed if you stay here. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of It's a Horror Podcast. My name is Wes. How's it going, everybody? It's your boy, Kevin. Oh, you tried to like say all their boys out there. Are you trying to just call it just the boys, not the girls? <laughs> boys and girls. <laughs> Hello. It's me. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my gosh. We're starting off on a weird note tonight. But anyway, <laughs> and, you know, it's kind of it's funny. Well, it's funny because this is a very weird uh, franchise we're about to cover in this episode. Um you know, the first one was Child's Play. The next one was, you know, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So two very well-known ones, you know, everyone kind of loves and almost gravitates towards, you know, in certain aspects. But this one is kind of one that a lot of people, you know, and I'm not sure people love this one. Really. I think people just like like it or they just they dislike it. Um, we're talking about Wrong Turn. And with Wrong Turn, of course, we have the whole hillbilly aspect. We have the whole, you know, cannibalistic aspect and, um I'm almost going to say the storylines are not like, you know, like novel-esque, but, um, you know, I mean, they are what they are, but these, these films are fun to watch. I really did enjoy this week. Uh, just kind of seeing how these progress through. So uh, what are your, what are your quick thoughts on this series, man? You know, always looking back, I always really enjoyed these films, you know, cause it's just, I love when deformed people kill people for some reason. Like that's just something I'm really into. <laughs> so like these movies are definitely, you know, really hitting home, but kind of rewatching through some of these films dude they get so goddamn kooky so goddamn quick you like the first one obviously we'll talk about all these later um but it, it really started off really serious and then with every single film it just got dumber and and fucking dumber and dumber so uh yeah it, it definitely was kind of a trek to finish all the films but i mean here we are me and you both watched all six films uh and so excited to talk about them tonight yeah, man, definitely. But yeah, that you're right. It's just it, it's a kooky time, and one of those ones you almost can put on. You know, if you're you know drunk, high, you know, just stupid yourself. I mean, maybe you're hillbilly watching this, you know, to see how your other half is spending time. So, <laughs> oh, shit, that's knows? my cousin. <laughs> oh, fuck, I hope that's not your cousin. Damn. <laughs> my sister wife. Uh, oh my! Oh shit! That's a whole other story. That's a whole other podcast right there. Shit, um, Utah. Um, anyway, no, no, no offense. Sorry, I just throw that out there. But uh, <laughs> um, but every episode we like to uh, to talk about. Well, of course, with this series, especially the kills, and this kill count is going to be interesting to hear because uh, there's there's a lot of kills in this series. So let's uh, let's hear some kill counts, my friend. So typically when you think of the Wrong Turn series, um, you definitely think about the kills. Um, there's always those kind of second-rate, um, shittily put-together kind of gore videos that people post on Facebook. Have you come across those? I have, yeah. Those yes. Are and interesting. It, and half of those always happen to be Wrong Turn kills, so that's kind of really exciting. That's what we're all about, you know, really exciting kind of different kills. Um, you know, just a lot of shit going on, and there, a lot of them are very unique, too, so... 
And honestly, kind of the kill counts were higher than I was expecting, really. So it's kind of a, a treat. Um, so yes. we're going to go over that right now. Um, I'm going to give a list of all six films ranked um, according to how many kills are in them. So just to kind of start it off, there's six total films and 75 kills total. Now, is that is that going to surprise you or is that kind of where you thought it would be? I mean, I think that's where, uh, you know, honestly, I thought, you know, maybe a little more, maybe, maybe a little lower than I thought, but still at the same point, that is a lot of kills for just six films. I guess once you take into account the, the number of films there are, that is a lot, so. Oh, yeah, so that's that's about, eh, right about 12 kills each film. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's knock this shit out real quick. So, it kind of, every single list we've done so far, the original has been in last place in terms of the kills in the film. And that is the case this time. And number six is wrong turn from 2003. That one only has 10 kills. Oh, wow. That's, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty high. I think, you know, especially if we're talking about like what we talked about before with Todd's play and other ones are a little lower on the, on the, on the count with us. So I think this is definitely a good start off. So exactly. Cause yeah, uh, child's play had six and the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre has five. This one has double that 10. So, I mean, which is, it's kind of interesting that, that it's that we want to call it low you know but it's that's still 10 fucking kills you know that's still a really good slasher film yeah oh yeah i totally agree all right totally agree. and now let's move it along here at uh number five we've got the fifth installment wrong turn five bloodlines it came out in 2012 there's 11 kills in that so we've kind of uh, just amped it up a little bit and just mm-hmm. so happens fourth place is wrong turn six the newest one, Last Resort from 2014. That one has 11 as well. So five and six kind of didn't really, you know, add anything new. They just kind of kept it the same, I suppose. Yeah, I'd say yeah, they kind of kept it in the same you know, wheelhouse. There. All right. I, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, come on, man. Come on. Help me out here. <laughs> no, no, I just, no, I was almost saying that's, yeah, that's, that's, well, so yeah, this is kind of the same thing. So, yeah, it's, I think that's uh, keep it all in the, in the streamline. You know, they streamline that shit. So, yeah, <laughs> totally. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right, no, since this is pretty much the smallest franchise we've done so far, we're already halfway through. Um, at number three is Wrong Turn 4, Bloody Beginnings. Um, this one has 13. Yeah. Now, this is something, again, I really want to talk about now, but I'll reserve for later, kind of all the bodies and whatnot. Um, just kind of watching, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to save that for later. All right, yeah. I, I just want to spill my beans now, but I'll save it for Yes, yeah. yeah. Hold <laughs> those beans, man. Hold them, it, hold them tight. holding the beans for everything that was um in second in second is wrong turn two dead end uh this one has 15 and believe it or not in first place is wrong turn three left for dead with 15 as well so wrong turn two and three are tied in first place for 15 kills each which kind of really surprised me just because looking from the outside i wouldn't have guessed that the third film in the franchise would have the most i don't I don't know if that's more unanimously thought or if that's just me or whatever, but hey. No, I mean, I, I kind of agree with you. You know, you think that they would, you think that with this franchise, especially, of course, you know, we always talk about the fact the first film, you know, you're not setting out to make a, a trilogy or a franchise. You're always just kind of making that one, the first film, which is as good as they can. Um, but talking about it, this is one of those ones I almost think that they almost kind of wanted to make like into a long series. Because, um, like I said, the, the storylines aren't that deep and they're more just about, how outlandish the kills are going to be, you know, how, how creative they can be with them. So, um, I don't know. I think that the fact that they're all, you know, double digits almost that that's, you know, that kind of lends to the fact of how much they wanted to just be as creative as possible. So I love it. Yeah. And that's something I learned too, with these films is it's very one note. Like we mentioned right at the beginning, it's, it's all about inbred people, killing people and eating them. Like how deep do you really need to be? you know, when it comes to those types of films. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, it's def- this franchise is definitely a train that, ran- that is definitely running out of steam mm, as it goes on, most- but... Uh, that's something we're definitely going to go over. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think that uh, the, the the train may have derailed, possibly, or maybe you know stopped to you know refuel and just never got the fuel it needed to get back going again. So I don't know, I don't know how that's going to work out, but <laughs> the, the station is closed, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> oh dear. Well, um, all right, let's just get into these. Let's because I really I'm gonna, I'm anxious to talk about these films and, and just what we think about them exactly. I know we kind of showed our hand just a little, we tilted our hand just, just slightly to kind of give you a little glimpse, but uh, I'm anxious to hear what you think about them. So, but at the same point, there's always a movie in each franchise that we just think are the shittiest things ever. So let's, uh, let's do our shit picks for this week, man. Hey kids, it's time for our shit pick of the week. All right, so it's uh, Wes and mine's least favorite part of the episode where we get to talk about films we hate. Um, (laughs) Now, it's also worth mentioning, I almost forget to mention every week for new listeners, obviously we don't know each other's rankings of the films. I don't know if he likes a film, I don't know if he hates it, and vice versa. Um, We'd like to kind of bring it, you know, bring it to the podcast, keep it a little fresh and new, give it a little excitement. That way, you know, our kind of reactions to each other's ranked film is very unique and genuine. Yes, very much so. So that's like, it's, it's, I think if we knew it beforehand, I think that would, it would really take away from you know, almost the surprise we have of, you know, what's coming up next, because I think our, our reactions are the things that people tune in for. I think it's something I definitely like to hear just right off the cuff, rather than if we talked about it a little bit beforehand. So yeah, I think that's something we definitely uh, kind of sets our show apart almost, you know, from the rest is that we have that, you know, surprise aspect a lot. So surprise motherfucker. But, Surprise! <laughs> but uh, want you, uh, yeah, tell us what your uh, what your shit pick is this week. I'm kind of anxious to hear what yours is the worst. So. so I think this film fucking sucks. It's Wrong Turn Five. Really? Okay. All right. Interesting. Yes. Um. Now I don't know if I want to call these by full title because this is technically Wrong Turn Five Bloodlines, mm-hmm. but like it just gets muddled. I don't know because when I think of these films, I only think of the number. I don't. Rem- I can't remember the. Bloodlines, Last Resort, Left for Dead, all yeah, of that shit. Oh you know, it's just wrong turn yep. five. Um, fuck, dude, this movie's so bad. Um, this is actually interestingly enough, this is the second film that Doug Bradley is in with the title. I thought the same movie. thing. I was like, holy shit, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> uh, they, and they both kind of suck. I mean, so, <laughs> oh god, they're both yeah, terrible. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say his, his Her- Hellraiser one is not terrible, um, but it's not great either. It's not one like, like, like the top spots or anything. But yeah. It is what it is. It's funny. When that movie came out, people were probably like, oh, it's just terrible. But they had no fucking idea where that, that franchise would end oh, up going. Oh, God. That's just – yeah. <laughs> I, okay. You know, now we say that, I kind of do want to cover that franchise just to talk about how weird and fucked up it is. So, yeah. Let's just yeah. – okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure we'll definitely get to yeah, it at some point. That, no. Most definitely. So, anything else you want to add about Wrong Turn 5? That you, I mean, I know it sucks. Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot I want to add here. Well, lay it on us, brother. Lay it on us. <laughs> so, I mean – this is definitely one of those films that starts with a sex oh. scene. So you know it's shitty and trying to overcompensate for something right out yep. the gate. And, and it's it's very much so like that dude with the lifted truck who blares his music and cuts you off. Like, you know that dude's got a micro penis. He's definitely overcompensating for something. <laughs> yeah. That's this film. Uh, this film has such a tiny dick, it's not even funny. <laughs> like, and it's 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 not so much that it's it's okay, it, it's bad. <laughs> I was about to say it's not that it's bad, but it's fucking terrible. But it's boring, man. It's so fucking boring. This is to me, at least, this was the most boring 
of the franchise. It's just like a lot of inside that prison cell and just him telling everybody they're going to die. And it's like, okay, I fucking get it. Just kill him already. And they're in this weirdly fake town yeah. that like looks like they made it just for the film. And it, it, they never leave outside of that town, yeah. really. Um, it's just extremely one note. Um, just, if I had to say to skip a movie, obviously this is the one I would choose from the franchise. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't argue with that. I mean, everything you said is, I definitely can't agree with you on that. Um, I have a few different thoughts on it, but we'll wait till later to get into that. So, um, yeah, I'll just say my shit pick for this week is, uh, let's stay toward the same end of the spectrum on this. Mine is the most recent one, Wrong Turn 6. Um, that's Last Resort. Like you said, the, the, all those titles, yeah, like you said, they, those get lost in the translation and in the mix or whatever. It just is what it is. But um, This movie, that well, that title kind of does stick with this movie, Last Resort, because it was the last resort to get this thing going, and it just fucking failed horribly. <laughs> um like, I, it, like okay, you said five was boring. I think I think five. Okay, I'll, I won't tell. Okay, never mind. I'll hold my hold my thoughts with that. But I'll just say six. Six went on this weird tangent of like, I don't know. They just had to try to re. They actually tried to give it a storyline, and the storyline just failed miserably for me. Like the fact of like this guy was like, you know, part of this clan, you know, somehow tied to him. Like, how would you not know that you're like genetically fucked up? You know, it's just kind of right. And then the second that they tell him that he's with the clan, he's like, oh yeah, I like. I, I'm going to follow all of their uh, ideals and I'm going to kill all my friends and shit. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> but you know, I'm going to kill all my friends. Like, who the fuck? Like, that's, yeah. not, that's not how yeah, things no, work. It just, it, didn't make, it made no sense to me. And the fact that they were trying to pull the incest thing and how that kind of all added in. And I thought, you know, they're just, they're trying way too hard in this movie to make it fucked up. Like, and it's, it's fucked up in itself. And the fact that they uh, replaced Three Fingers with another actor, that also pissed me off. Um, he just looked different. That's actually... Yeah, that's it. I actually, I'm sorry no, to cut you off, but like that's actually something I have written down in my notes was that a dude named uh, Radislav Par- Parvanov, uh, some fucking yeah. Russian dude, he played Three Finger in mm. this film, but he actually portrayed one eye in Wrong Turn Five. Really? See, so, yeah, and that's you can't just change that up without yeah. just noticing. That's just that doesn't work. No. For me, so, yeah, I just. Yeah, the whole thing just didn't didn't flow with me well. I just didn't like it. Uh, I actually lost, I lost, you know, like to the middle of the movie. I just stopped watching. It. I was just doing other things. But, um, but anyway, okay. So for these movies, I've told told you before, these movies aren't very plot heavy. So I've kind of gone through these movies and kind of given like a top three kills for each film. So the three things in this movie that were good to me, and I will tell you those right now, were my top three kills. Let's count those down real fast. Okay, so number three is, and you probably won't know the names of these characters, but I'm going to say them anyway because you'll be able to go back later and find out when you watch the films. Uh, three was Jillian. Uh, she was, uh, oh yeah, she was the one that was getting screwed by the dude in like the little dungeon area, or whatever. And they come in and literally split her open with her legs and break her legs off. Oh yeah, that was that was, that was fucking rad. crazy, dude. I was like, oh my god. Uh, number two, <laughs> one of my favorite ones actually, Agnes Fields, the the older lady that was wanted to pinch the guy's ass in the uh, the mess hall. <laughs> yeah, dude, she gets an axe. The axe literally comes from all the way down the hall, hits her in her chest, and then pins her against the wall. And that was fucking badass to me. I was like, holy fuck, that was awesome. Uh, I thought it was so funny though how it like raised her body and like lifted her up, kind of like what was his name bob from halloween yes. like like somehow this axe had enough force to lift her off the ground and into the i know wall. i was like because you know 
physics or some shit. That's I don't awesome. Know. I mean, it was outlandish, but it was fucking the best. But, uh, and then, of course, if you have any idea what this first one is, you've definitely watched this movie before because it is one of the nastiest ones I've ever seen. It is Charlie with the fire hose up the ass, filled with water, and his stomach explodes into a billion pieces. That just – it was funny because I was watching this. I was watching this with uh, with my best friend. And we were watching this. And I said, "Oh, look, he's going to put the uh, the fire hose, you know, into his mouth and everything." And she goes, "No, he's she definitely, definitely going to stick that fire hose up his ass." And I go, "Oh, no, no, no!" When you know it, they pull his pants down. I'm like, "Well, <laughs> shit! How'd you pull that? How'd you know that?" He's like, "I don't know." <laughs> but, the fire uh, hose enema. I'm telling you, man, that was just fucking disgusting. So anyway, uh, but those are my top three kills in that movie. And I think everyone would agree that those are probably the best three. The other ones are kind of, eh, you know, arrow through the eye or what, you know, arrows have played a lot in this film. So in these films in general. Oh, yeah. But uh, and those were, arrows and barbed wire. Yeah, dude. Barbed wire is a favorite of these fuckers, man. I'm telling you. Woo. Anyway, I just barbed wire to me is just pretty gross. Gnarly. But anyway, but anyway, that's my that's my shit pick. So it looks like we stay toward the end of the spectrum on that with the most recent films as being just the shittiest. But uh, yeah, so and I think that's very hard to dispute. I mean, I don't. I'm I'm always very open to opinions of others and whatnot. But when it comes to this franchise, if you think that like any other film other than Five Six and maybe another film, <laughs> uh. I just think you're wrong. Like these, it's just these are these ones are so bad. Yeah. Like I, I hate to find the motherfucker that thinks that the first one's the worst. I, I mean, if you're out there, hit me up and let me know because I don't trust you. <laughs> I think I know one person that might disagree with us on these lists. Um, I won't say who it is, but I think he'll double hit us up when we post this uh, next week. So <laughs> we'll leave that to that. Yeah, I would, I would definitely call his ass out when he does it too. So because um, I think he had like. Uh, Texas Chainsaw Next Generation is number three on his list. I'm like, three? What the fuck are you talking about? But anyway. I don't like him already. I don't know who it is. I don't like him. Yeah, I'll tell you later. I won't, I won't, I won't add him on the podcast. We'll, we'll keep our identity safe, sir. You think you're safe with me? <laughs> but anyway, well, let's uh, let's just get in to these movies because we have five left to go through. And I just want to knock these out and just see what we think about them because I'm very anxious to hear what you have to think, sir. So let's get into uh, – Yes, sir. Five. Fucking you know, great. Oh, that banjo's on fire. <laughs> yeah, that was that's great. Actually, that's actually <laughs> the dueling banjos from uh, Deliverance. That's what that is. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I thought, you know, you got to give yeah. homage to the original kind of hillbilly, you know, backwoods, you know, getting ass fucked and you know, all that stuff and the whole, you know, all, the, all that good jazz. All that, all that good, good, you know. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, um, we digress. So, so number five, I've got Wrong Turn Six, Last Resort, man. This There you go. I definitely rival every single thing you've said. I mean, to me, this one isn't as pornish as five was, but it's definitely pornish nonetheless. Um, mm-hmm. This isn't a good film, but to me, after part five, I was kind of done with the series. And then I put this one on and I was like, well, I like it better than five. So I, I was a lot more impressed. Um, the mutants look fucking terrible in this film. Like you, this is the mm-hmm. worst they've looked in the entire series. They just look fake. I've seen more realistic looking mutants at goddamn Walmart, like straight up. <laughs> Like, God. Not even close. <laughs> Woo, man! Laid on thick this time. Damn. Mm, yeah, okay. and 
like you mentioned the uh i feel like everything i say is just rivaling everything you've said but just because i agree uh the yeah. definitely the fire hose enema was by far the best kill and, and it's so yeah. funny the funniest part about that kill is when they put it down his mouth to try and like you know kill him that way and then he keeps spitting uh-huh. it up and they're all they're like look at each other like well fuck he's just gonna keep spitting <laughs> it up and they're like let's stick it up his ass because why the fuck not you know i mean come on oh shit that is hilarious so they, they look at each other like what the fuck oh i was called the other end then <laughs> and it's also um, really really interesting worth noting too that this film was in a huge court case. Did you hear about this? No, uh, I did not hear about that. So not f- this. I, me I believe this was straight to video on demand and Blu-ray and straight to video, so to speak. Um, this film was actually filed a court case against because the unauthorized use of a photo of a woman that went missing. Um, there's a missing board in the Ooh. film. And one of the mm-hmm. pictures on the board is legitimately somebody who's missing in real fucking life. So, whoa, it's still that's not, a no-no. Yeah, still not found. So obviously that family was wow. very unhappy. Um, mm-hmm. And so the Blu-ray and DVD, all the releases were actually pulled. Um, wow. Exact same with all the online streaming sources. Now I believe that they went in and. and took that picture out somehow and re-released it because for a while dude the blu-ray was going for like 30 40 bucks because it was you know out of, obviously out of print because of this and then obviously all that hype right. had everyone like oh my god i gotta look at it and see it i recently watched the film now and I'm, i i don't fucking know which one's actually missing i know zach efron's on the board right. he's hidden in there is uh, really? yeah yeah so, someone else is on the board too but uh yeah i thought that was pretty fucking dumb on their part but this is yeah, a very, sixth very. entry of a franchise, unless it's Friday the 13th. You know, you're not really looking for anything quality. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. You're exactly right. But say, why Why even try to – and maybe they didn't know. Maybe the audience didn't know it was still – maybe they just kind of pulled it from Google or something or whatever. But still, you need to make sure you check your shit before you post it. So, yeah, um, that's is what it is. But, yeah, that kind of sucks. So Yeah, without a doubt, man. But that's kind of all I got really for uh, Wrong Turn 6, Last Resort. What is uh, your number five? uh my number five happens to be wrong turn five <laughs> so, okay let's just keep it in the same uh the same number area there um like i said i agree with the things you said before um i, I, I okay the reason the reason i like it better than six um i love doug bradley love him as, as pinhead uh just fantastic he's a very good um, you know, speech giver. He like his voice is very you know inviting, and it makes you want to listen to him. And and uh, in this film, they really utilize that a lot with it being stuck in that cell the entire time. And he's he's more or less wearing the people down in the police station, which I thought was actually kind of brilliant. But at the same point, it was kind of boring. So that's why I'm like, eh, you know, kind of is what it is. It's kind of give and take. You know, it's boring, but at the same time, I'm kind of intrigued because I want to hear what he says next. But then at the end of the movie, you're like, eh, okay, maybe it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be, but. Um. Yeah, like this, there's really no storyline. People just go to this town, which I thought was kind of cool. This the town, you know, has like this whole you know festival to kind of you know celebrate the old hillbilly you know uh, backwood type thing or whatever you know. And and the mutants can actually you know walk around inside this festival and not even be detected because everyone's wearing costumes, which mm-hmm. I think was kind of brilliant. But um, like I said, there's not other than that. It's and then there's some people show up and then they you know get sidetracked and then they get you know knocked off on the one and then that's it so really no true plot but uh i think more so than sixes was just so convoluted i was like this is so fucking stupid this one actually made sense it just wasn't that great um 
And just to continue my top three kills, let's just go through those real fast. Uh, we got Mose, which is somebody who shows up kind of later in the film. He gets burned to death in an oil barrel, uh, which was just painful to watch. My God. Classic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Yes, it was classic, dude. I was like, holy fuck, I would just hate that shit. I, I hate to be hot anyway, so that would just suck ass for me. But mm-hmm. um, number, number two, we got Billy. Uh, he got, you know, he was the guy that got buried in the fucking, I guess it was like a soccer field or whatever and then that had that big tiller thing runs over his head God's, yeah oh my god that, that that's the that's the transition i have on the you know the, the sound you hear is him getting run over by the by the tiller so um and then the the one thing in this movie that i really fucking loved was Cruz, the girl with the really curly blonde hair she gets stabbed and then her intestines get pulled out and he actually feeds the intestines to her and that <laughs> In itself is fucking brilliant. I just was like, damn. That's metal as fuck. Dude, that is metal as fuck. That's fucked up to the nth degree. Um, I mean, and, and, and I can't believe they waited this long to put that in a, a wrong, wrong turn film because that's something because they always pull out intestines or cut people open with intestines. You think, you know, they love eating it. Why not try to make someone else eat it? And they go, ha, finally they got that shit right. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, the bright spot in this film is Doug Bradley for me. But at the same point, his he does a great job. But just the the, the plot itself and his his lines just don't do it for him. They just don't give him the range he deserves in a film. So His accent is so fucked up in this movie, too, because he's a British dude. And, and he's mm-hmm. trying to act English or, well, I guess, American yeah. in this case. Um and it it sounds so bad because sometimes it, you can literally listen to it go in and out of an English accent. It's just like, just keep your – just fucking keep your accent, dude. Like, quit trying. Yeah, I don't well. know. He's yeah. probably one of the least successful people I've seen try to do an, an American accent. But, I mean, like you mentioned, he's definitely the bright spot of this film. He's, he's actually – way he this film didn't deserve him like he did so uh, well yeah. for this movie i agree totally and, it, and if like at first like the first like five minutes he was in the film he was actually pulling the accent off and i go because i even told i was like man this is really good like he's actually pulling this off and all of a sudden it's like he just took this this turn I'm like oh shit he's losing <laughs> it he's he's losing it oh he's gone <laughs> you know, yeah. like, <laughs> like he had it there for a second he just let it just let it slip out of his fingers so uh, anyway. and real quick i also want to mention that um, this film was actually released 363 days after part four. It was released less than a year after part four. Wow. That's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, we'll get into that later about what I think about four, but, um, yeah. but yeah, that's, that's not, this is a quick turnaround, I guess for, but and then again, like I said, there's almost no plot. So I guess we're just worrying about the kills, getting those kills right. If you get the kills right, I think the kills were very, you know, very well done. So, um, honestly, with this with this franchise, if you got the kill right, then you then you've done it. You're done your job. Um, See, that's something for a story this, That's something with this film that I kind of I I didn't like was that it's not just inbred killing people to eat them anymore. Like these, they're like trapping them and they're like fucking with them and and like and mm. burying them and running over their heads with lawnmowers. It's like I just missed the old school wrong turn where they would like just chop their head off and, and eat them. Like that's why that's why they kill people is to eat them. But in this film, it's like yeah. they're just fucking around with them the whole time if, when they're not having sex. That is, there's like three sex scenes in this film, and it's just oh, it, it's just so just it just doesn't go well as an inbred killing slasher movie. 
to me. Yeah, but say yeah, they, they, and I guess they figured you know they have to amp it up every time and make it more interesting and whatnot, you know. But it's like the same point. It's like you know, like you said, keep it keep it real. I mean, I, I do appreciate the fact of putting more thought into the kills. Uh, because, you know, you don't just want to cut someone's head off and eat it. I mean, that, you've seen that, you know, four or five times. It's like, okay, we've seen that. Get to something a little better, a little more, you know, creative. But you're right. They, I think they fucked with them a little too much. Like, they made it too much of, like, especially in part six, the way they, mutants are almost, like, utilized as, like, a, uh, like a, a hillbilly, like, housekeeping team or something or, you know, whatever it was or, you know, the butlers or whatever. I mean, it's just, that just, <laughs> I'm like, you know, I was like, that doesn't fit with me, but, no. um but then, of course, you're going to place the care, the uh, actors as well. I'm like, what? That's, no, no, just no. But if that's uh, that's all you got to uh, to share, we we all done with that that pick. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we're done picking that to death. So let's uh, let's move on to our uh, number four pick. Makes you want to slap your leg, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, at number four, I've got Wrong Turn 3, Left for Dead. Now, the funny thing watching this film after I watched it, because I watched all these movies a while ago. I kind of rewatched it here this week for, obviously, this listing. And, oh, my God, after I watched this movie, I was like, this is my shit pick. I was like, this movie sucks. And then, <laughs> lo behold, like, fucking... <laughs> Five and six are like, oh, hey, we're even worse, you know? So, <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. So, to have this film at number four is an extreme disservice to my true opinions on it because it's like, oh, you know, it's it's number four. It can't be that bad. But, dude, I hate this movie. It's it's just, it, it's bad. And it's the everything's so laughable. Like, the acting is probably one of the worst. Well, I want to say the worst for this series, but this series ends up being a joke at five and six. So, the, it's just the the acting is fucking awful like i think i've seen better acting in a third grade rendition of wizard of oz like it's oh, just shit. i mean i'll i'll drag this film through the fucking fields and back it's just i don't know man <laughs> it's just it's it's bad i mean there's no likable characters it just feels cheap extremely fucking cheap at that and it's just mm. i don't know man i could i could drag this through the goddamn dirt but I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, like I said, it's, it's, you know, later in the series. So it's like, eh, you know, what, what else can you do? But still, I, I have some other thoughts about this that I will definitely share later on. Um, but yeah, it's uh, like you said, you know, it's, uh, you know what? I'm not going to say anything else. Like, I, was, I want to show my hand because I was about to show it there. But I'll, <laughs> I'll let that just, fest, you know, fester for a minute, you know, to use some wrong term terminology. Will it fester for a minute? And uh, <laughs> That's a gross word. It is. It just really is. I love that word. It, it, it's just such a descriptive word. <laughs> yeah. But um. All right. Well, if, if that's like as I said, I want I want to talk about it, but I don't for reasons. Oh. Yeah, man. I mean, I I'm pretty much done with this one. Like, just to kind of give people an example of what it's about. It's about a bunch of escaped convicts that are around, obviously inbred country. But there's only two fucking inbreds in this film. There's mm. three fingers and his son for some reason no, no explanation and that's the fucking yeah. thing about all these goddamn movies is every single movie has a different like family of mutants or inbreds or what have you like what was it the first one obviously it has the classic three 
Two right. has the random ass family. Three has the three fingers and his son. Four mm. has the classic trio again. And yeah. I think five and six have the three of them as well. But like it's just like right. all over the fucking place. And then so this one's definitely lacking in that aspect where there's only three finger and his son. And spoiler alert, something happens to his son. So it's literally just fucking three finger running around screaming his fucking head off the whole time. Dude. And it's it's just just annoying ass characters and all around. I just I'm not a fan of this one. Yeah, I'm about to say, yeah, like, like, Three Fingers really does pull this off by himself. I mean, I don't know if he pulls it off. I mean, you know, <laughs> no pun intended. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, he uh, he really tries to uh, to you know come into his own in this film. But uh, anyway, mm-hmm. um, well, let's let's move on because I have more things to say about it later. But uh, my next pick uh, is Wrong Turn Two, which a lot of people will be kind of not upset, but they'll be like, "What?" Because you know that's one of those. People I might actually like that, so um, I mean, I'm, I'm shook thinking, if I say taking from what you're saying, I think I kind of figure where this is headed, but um, wow. I, I just don't, I just it was very cheesy to me, like, and it wasn't even cheesy in a good way. Is that is that okay? So, Fresco again, I just, I just don't, I can't get it behind it. <laughs> um, you know, like, like the, there, there is a storyline, and I'm, I guess I got a bitch about not having a storyline. The storyline is, you know, they're you know, on a game show and you know, it's in the woods. It kind of all makes sense, but it's just so convoluted. Like you're just like, okay, whatever. You know, you know, of course, exactly what's going to happen. It's so it's very predictable. And I think I hate predictable films, so I think that's why I didn't like this one very much because you just know what's going to happen. Um, this is probably the bloodiest one of the whole you know six movies, in my opinion. Um, the kills are very, very outlandish, very, very descriptive, very. Um, fucking bloody I, mean, I don't know what else to say about him but um yeah but just like the acting in this one really is just cheesy as fuck i mean i know you have you know henry rollins you know as like the host of the show and um i don't know i just it, i don't know it just didn't, didn't do much for me um the kills like i said were very good though and let me run down my three real fast so get those get those in so of course number three is henry rollins as dale um the barbed wire necklace that's what I call mm-hmm. that one. Uh, one of the hillbillies, you know, takes this thing and throws it at him and it wraps on his neck with these big balls on the end and just fucking cuts his throat. Just it's an awesome way it happens. It's just fucking badass. And he's just like you can see him just like struggling to get it off and he's like, fuck this shit, you know. But um <laughs> I just fucking love that guy. But anyway, he was a bright spot in that movie for me. Anyway. Um number two is Amber and Jonesy, which Jonesy I wanted to shove uh Stick up his oh ass all the time. God, yeah, it, I hated him. Fucking dumbass. Um, he, um, they are the double. It's a double arrow kill. So it, uh, you know, it runs um, through both of their heads. You know, they're hanging upside down, and they shoot the arrow goes through the, both their heads. It's kind of cool. So uh, that, that was pretty neat. And then the first kill, of course, Kimberly Caldwell from American Idol. Everyone loves to not know who she is. Um, <laughs> one of the most, I think, one of the best kills in the series. Honestly, is. They literally take her. Of course, she goes up and tries to like help the guy that she hits with her car, and he bites her fucking bottom lip off, and that's disgusting as shit. And then they take an axe and split her down the middle from top to freaking bottom, and pull her off, mm-hmm. split in half, which is fucking badass. So, um, straight up, I think that's probably one of the most iconic kills in the franchise, honestly. If not in horror, yeah. like if any, everybody knows this scene and mm-hmm. it was done so well, it was. like all practical effects. And it's just, it's very impressive. Even to this day. I mean, this film came out 12 years ago and it, I, I still thought that that really 
stood out pretty well. Oh yeah, you're exactly right. Like I said, that that scene is just iconic as hell. And just watching it, I'm like, damn, it just I just fucking love it. But, um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, Wrong Turn Two. There you go. Is my number four pick. Um, like I said it wasn't a horrible film. Like you know, it just kind of is what it is. But um, but yeah, I can't wait to see where it falls on your list. Obviously, it falls a little higher on your list than it did mine. So, uh, so I'm kind of mm, we'll have to wait and see. We'll wait and see. Here we go. Um, all right, let's get uh, let's just move on to number three because I, I may see what our top three films are going to be, man. All right, so I'll just go ahead and say that this entire franchise is broken up into two parts for me. Mm-hmm. The last three movies, which I hate, mm-hmm. and then the first three films, which I love. Okay. Now, it it's funny that dynamic because obviously in my list I had fi- uh, Wrong Turn 5, Wrong Turn 6, and Wrong Turn 3. I just don't like any of those. Mm-hmm. But the top three, I, I love these films. I think they're just really well done. Um, at number three, I've got Wrong Turn 4, nice. Bloody Beginnings. Now – Yes. What I love about this film is it's a slasher in snow. Yes. Like you don't you it's it it, it just kind of feels different. I mean, obviously I'm going to recommend um a film called Cold Prey uh what was it Cold Prey? Yeah, Cold Prey. It's like a Swedish film or Norwegian film. It's a slasher film based in snow mm. and it's absolutely brilliant. But uh needless to say, we're at wrong turn 4. Um now it's actually pretty interesting. The guy who plays Vincent <laughs> in this film also plays Three Fingers. Really? I did not yeah. know that. So I, yeah, hmm. he's one of the first guys to die, obviously, so he can pull it off. But yeah, f- for some fucking reason, it's the guy that gets the spike through the bottom of his chin and out the top of his head after he sees his buddy or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so he plays Three Fingers. Um, it also this is the first film in the franchise, well, and the only up to date where no one is killed with arrows either. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just didn't even think about that. You're right. Wow, that's because like the arrows are one of their favorite things. So yeah, it's weird that they didn't choose to do that at least one time. So hmm. interesting. Exactly, and th- obviously with the name Bloody Beginnings, this is from the beginning. Yeah, you know, a prequel. And I always like to say that DJ Casper said it best with his 2003 hit song Cha Cha Slide, specifically when he said "Take it back now, y'all," which we did. We're taking it back, way back. <sighs> Wow, so. you that 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 started, and it was like it was like one of those trifold like cards you get, you know, where like the, the first part falls out, and you go, oh, there's more, and it you keep you fold out again, you go, oh, there's more to the tra- oh my god, that was that was impressive, dude, impressive. Thanks, buddy, I appreciate it. But yeah, we're taking it way back. This is kind of the beginning of how everything happens. Uh, the kills in this one are extremely, extremely well done. Um, granted. Unfortunately, like two thirds of them are aided with CGI that looks pretty goddamn bad. Mm. And this is the first film. Okay, not the first film. I forgot about three. Three fucking sucks. <laughs> this is kind. Of, this the acting isn't good either. Is what I'm trying to get at. This is the acting is definitely some subpar. But you know, compared to the previous installment, it feels like goddamn Citizen Kane. <laughs> I mean, any any film with acting in it looks better than Wrong Turn Three. Um, but and this is the fourth entry. No one expects a fourth entry in a franchise to be decent you know but i honestly really like this one and it and it's so cool with all all of them on their snowmobiles heading to this mansion or like old psych psychiatry ward i don't know what the, whatever the fuck it is i don't know <laughs> um uh, it, 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 it was a sanitarium i think is what it was 
Yeah, 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 sanitarium. That's what that's what I was looking for. And there's like ten of them, and you just know they're all gonna die. And and it, I don't know, man. It's just like that that amp up where you see a bunch of fucking people, and you're like, ooh, like you know, I'm just licking my chops. All I'm just super excited about it. But um, just kind of going into some of the kills. Yeah, I mentioned a lot of them are CGI. A lot of them are really well done. And it's actually funny. The mutants use more tools in this film than Tim the Toolman Taylor. Like they, oh. literally, there's so many different random ass fucking things. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> There's so many fucking random ass things that they kill people with, but I mean, th- this one really, really surprised me. Yep. Um, if you're a slasher fan, I'd say definitely check out Wrong Turn Four. It's definitely kind of the the black horse, at least in my opinion, of the series. I totally agree. I can't agree more. I mean, it's, it's the whole thing. everything you said. I can just echo that exactly. So yeah, I I'll get into a little more as I go in, you know, further down my list here. But uh, yeah, definitely. I yeah, everything you said was just exactly spot on. So. Um, just a, a good entry. Like I wish it had come earlier, you know, I wish it'd be like maybe number two or number three for me. But, um, but yeah, I like the way they kind of built that. And of course, then they took it back, you know, with this one. So as you said, taking it back, take it back. now, y'all. <laughs> exactly. Um, three hops, yeah, yeah, nine, two hops this time, then four hops this time. Now let's, let's all hop. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. That's bad. <laughs> let's just take it to my pick. Cause that was just really bad. Um, my number three is actually wrong turn three. Um, yeah, like okay. you said, this movie is not great. Like it would have been lower, but I think two just really put a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not sure why. Like you said, it was that one was gory and, and a lot of kills, but I don't know. It just it just didn't fly with me. Three got a little bit better for me, I think, because there was actually more of a plot with this one. Um, I like the way the dynamic of the, the with the prisoners and everything else, and how it kind of took different turns and kind of you know kept you guessing a little bit. Um, Acting was terrible, but I don't really like. I don't expect acting to be great in these films anyway. So, um, yeah, it's just, I just don't. <laughs> if you're if you're coming into these films hoping you have quality as acting and and story and plot and script, just just don't like. like I'm you're gonna have a bad time. Like it's yeah, just yeah. Bad. Seriously, you've got to come in with this just with a fun attitude, ready to see some kids people get fucking messed up by these hillbillies. So, uh, which I'm not even sure that's even a proper term anymore. But I don't fucking it, it is what it is. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but like I see, you covered a lot of this earlier, you know, with the way it sucked. But like, you know, I, I guess the, there was the surprise, especially when the when the the officer spoiler, spoiler alert here anyway. If you haven't seen this film, whatever you know, it is what it is. Um, but the the plant that they put in to kind of keep keep track of the the the, tra- the prisoner transferring prisoner transferring, he gets killed earlier on. I'm like, oh shit, you know, that was kind of I didn't see that coming at all. I thought he would be like one of the last ones to survive and. That kind of thing for a loop. I'm like, well, that's crazy as hell. Um, but like I said, that, it, the plot, it was still really thin. But I don't know. It kind of got me a little more than two did. So I'm like, eh, it is what it is. Uh, top three kills on this one. <laughs> We're going to do uh, Crawford. The the idiot dude, like he's like he thinks he's something he's not. You know, he's all acting all like, hard and everything. He's like this. He's like the size of like a, you know, like a, a pole. And he's just acting like he's all Mr. Big or whatever. Um, he, oh, is he the one that jumps cars? Uh, yes. Yeah. He's the car thief. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he gets, he get. what well, I call I call this the barbed wire suit. It just wraps around him. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets like caught on the end, on the end of that, uh, the hook on the, the truck, the tow truck and gets truck. dragged down the street. I'm like, Oh my God, that's fucking awesome. Um, and love- Oh yeah. And you see his face like grinding against the, yes. God, that's fucking nasty dude. Um, 
Number two is Brent. Uh, he's the one at the first. He gets uh, he's running. He gets sliced with the wires. You know, he gets like that like a trap that goes up. You know, it cuts him like into three pieces. And that CGI is horrible. I mean, absolutely just the worst CGI I've seen in my life, but it's still kind of funny. And then, of course, you see three fingers run up and start, like, you know, licking the insides of, of him and, like, eating him as he's, like, so, I was like, God, that's so fucking disgusting. But um, mm-hmm. anyway, and number one, of course, we have to go back to the first of the film. Uh, I actually went back to find out what her name was in the film. They never say her name. They don't even credit her, I don't think, even in the film. Uh, I just call her a titty girl because her boobs are just <laughs> all out there. Uh, I was not expecting that. Yeah, so she, <laughs> she gets the arrow, like, you know, he the dude's playing with him, and he gets the arrow, goes through her back, through her nipple, and through his hand, which is a fucking fantastic shot. I mean, put him on the fucking Olympic team. I mean, that's just amazing. And then she gets the arrow through the back of the head, through the eye, and the eyeball pops out, you know, which is amazing, too. So, uh, yeah, bravo, titty girl. You did good. You know, those those the, the girls really came through on that one, so – um, Bravo, Titty Girl. <laughs> there you go. There's a, there's a title for our next uh, our next episode. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so there is Wrong Turn 3. Like I said, it's just one of those middle of the pack, you know, end off the trilogy with some more bullshit, but uh, good kills, so it is what it is. <laughs> um, anything to add on this before we uh, move on there, sir? Um, I wanted to mention, I forgot that the one bald dude, the uh... – what was he's one of the convicts? He he reminds me a lot of John Malkovich in Convicts. Yes. Have you ever seen oh that? yeah, I love that movie, man. You're exactly right. He yeah. really does. You're exactly right. Which is kind of cool. I, mean, I don't know if it's just because he's bald and has a goatee, but I mean, I, I, I think he has the same mentality. He's a little, he's a little harder than he was in that movie, but I think Malkovich's character was a little more even keel. Like he was he was sinister, but he like knew it, so he could kind of be cool about it. This guy was kind of like trying to prove himself the entire time. But um, yeah, not yeah. bad, not bad at all. All right, man. Let's uh, top to it. So at number two, I've got number two. Wrong turn two, dead end. All right. So to me, the 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 kills in this film are some of the most impressive of the series because this is kind of right before they go super CGI heavy. Now there is some CGI in this film, but like a lot of the kills are just absolutely brutal, and a lot of them are practical effects too, which is kind of you know not what you were expecting because obviously the first one has some CGI as well. Yeah. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. Um. Actually, it's really cool. There's a lot of star power in this film. Um, Texas Battle, who is who is also in Final Destination three, I believe, and a lot of other ones. He's one of the surviving people. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert! Sorry, this film's twelve years old. If you're, you know, I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, the uh, actress who played the final girl, the other person that lived, uh, I believe her name's Erica Learson. Nina in the film, she plays Pepper in Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Mm. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, remember that? Sweet. Yeah, I was watching this film, and I was like, holy fuck. I was like, she looks so familiar. And I looked her up, and I was like, oh, shit, because we just did the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise last week. So she was, like, fresh on my mind. There you go. Fresh on the mind, fresh in the podcast. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then last but not least is uh, Ken Kersinger, who played Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. 
in the same uh yes. well, the same year, I guess Freddy versus Jason was two thousand three. He played the uh Paul, yes. leader of the inbred clan. So that's mm-hmm. I, I saw that. I was like kinda cool that he kinda like showed up in the same type of th- same type of role, I guess, but not really because Jason was really a uh, you know, inbred, you know, hillbilly, but still at the same point he was deformed and stuff. So uh, but he played I think he played this role very well in that in that one especially. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and you kind of talked about this film having that whole survive that um survival game thing and i i really like the the idea of doing a survival television show in the wilderness in which the contestants get killed off one by one i mean to me that premise is almost as fun as uh free healthcare. but you know what what can you do you know it is so, oh man <laughs> shit out of luck i guess on that yeah, one yeah there's no there's no coming through on that one for this one so yeah it is, it is. right right and and mention the kills again dude the ante has been upped mm-hmm. The, they're all satisfying and honestly this is the last film with kind of a story you know because obviously they're in the survival game so it's it even if it's not a good story it's still a fucking story it's more than you can say for most of the films in this franchise True. um yeah the, the inbred brothers are back and the entire family is there as well uh they don't look unlike a family you'd see at a NASCAR race, you know, but instead of gulping down an entire two liter of Mountain Dew each, they're mutilating and eating people. Wow. So that's exciting. Oh my God, dude. You're killing it with these uh, comparisons tonight. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry if you, I'm sorry if you took offense to that. Um, I mean, you got to poke fun at yourself, you know, NASCAR is definitely um, a favorite amongst middle Americans and a lot of those people happen to live in West Virginia, baby. where apparently a lot of inbred people live. So Appalachicola, sorry. baby, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> they be drinking, they be drinking that shit like crazy. <laughs> For real, yo. yo. Um, well, I mean, that's all I got to say about it. Then I'll uh, move on to my number two film. And again, I'm going to surprise a whole shitload of people on this number two pick, and including you. Uh, my number two pick is Wrong Turn One. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, this film is great. Don't get me wrong; I do love this film a lot. Um, but you'll see why I, why I picked my number one. And of course, if you've been listening, you're gonna kind of figure out what number one is. Um, but I don't know. It, this one just didn't have that. Mm, that uh, yeah, give it. You know, give it to me, kind of thing. So, exactly. <laughs> but. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, it's an access storyline. You know, it, it is a decent story. You know, and then we got the dude from Dexter in this, and he's fantastic. I can't remember his name right now, but um, Desmond Harrington. Desmond Harrington. There we go. I knew it. I just couldn't think of it, but yeah, you know, I'm old and forgetful. So there you go. Thanks for the save there, buddy. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, but uh, not a lot of kills in this one. You know, like we said before, it's not you know on the on the higher on the end. So, um, but some but some decent ones nonetheless. Um, I, I did like the way that. Um, they kind of take the whole slasher thing where, you know, there's, there's, there's an issue. There's an issue just starts all off, you know, they, they kind, of get, kind of get killed off, you know, and then they kind of run away and they end up at the lair, you know, or the homestead at the end, you know, and they kind of get away. So it has that whole slasher thing going forward, which I love that a lot. Um, but at the same point, it did feel kind of flat in one note to me. Um, I said, a lot of people probably won't agree with me on that, but it is what it is. Get your own podcast. Um, but um you know like i said it's with it, with this series from start to finish for me at least it's like it's all about the kills so and, and the kills aren't that great one in this one so i'm like eh, it's a great story you know the storylines there and the, the slasher aspects there but I, barring all that it's just kind of eh. um all right my top three kills in this one are 
you have Scott, it's like a Scott um, was the, I guess the boyfriend of the, the fiance, I guess the one's getting married. He's also Elton and uh, clueless. If you're keeping track of that, um, which I like, I like clueless. So, you know, fucking sue me. Um, but when he, he gets shot by a bunch of arrows and my exact quote, when that happened, and I got, I, and then people might not get this, but I said, you know, too many arrows is too much. And that's from, uh, Ace Ventura when nature calls and he can shot with the, uh, the darts. But, um, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny, but, um, number two is, uh, Francine's death. It's the, uh, the barbed wire to the throat. Um, of course, with the, there's the barbed wire coming in again. You know, she kind of gets it and kind of gets, you know, uh, choked to death with the barbed wire, which again, like I said, it wasn't, you know, that great of a kill. So I was like, eh, but then again, it's, Oh wait, was that the one where it went through her mouth? Uh, yeah, kind of. It's oh, it was uh, it was um, oh, what the hell is her name? Uh, Lindy Booth is the one that gets killed. Um, yeah, it kind of she kind of gets it to the mouth. It didn't go through her mouth, but it, yeah, it kind of goes halfway, I guess. But I don't know. It just wasn't that great. But it was all right, but it wasn't that great. Um, but the first kill on this list is definitely, I think, one of the better ones in the series. Uh, it is Carly's death. Uh, she's on the tree, gets the axe through her face. And the top part of her head stays, but the bottom part of her whole body just falls down the tree, which is pretty cool to, to see. So um, I thought that was a pretty good fucking good classic. classic. So yeah, I thought that definitely has to be uh, number one on that list. So, um, but like I said, this this was is a great film. Don't get me wrong, I love the film. It just didn't have what it needed to be the top film on my list. So, um, all right, um, I guess we've reached number one, man. I mean, that was a pretty fast ride. So yeah, it's only six films. Are. So I guess the same point is kind of is what it is, but. Um, all right, I'm anxious to see what you. Well, I guess if I've been paying attention, <laughs> I would kind of know what you have, but <laughs> which I haven't been paying much attention, but I have. But all right, let's get to number ones, man. So this probably isn't a surprise to anybody. It's uh, wrong turn. There you go. The official wrong turn, bitches. Oh, gee. Now, it, it's kind of interesting. No one is has mentions them by their name in this film. The mutants. They're, it's Sawtooth, Three Fingers, and One Eye. They're, they're not mentioned. That, their names aren't said at all. But the credits are rolling, and it's like, oh, Sawtooth, Three Fingers, and One Eye. And it's like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> and, but the thing... The thing about this film to me is the ferociousness and the tenacity and and the tension in this film like these mutants this is kind of the only film in the series where i think that the inbreds are actually extremely Mm. terrifying um especially three fingers dude the way he like runs around and and there's one scene where they're they actually get into their tow truck and they're driving away and she looks back and he's running right behind it like fuck like and it's the um the guy who played Three Fingers in this film, Julian Richings. He's in a sh- bunch of shit, dude. He's in Supernatural. He's in a bunch of stuff, man. And he he absolutely killed it. Um, he this is the only time he played Three Fingers through six really? films. Yeah, through through six films, I believe five people played Three Fingers. Um, wow. one guy did it twice, and I believe it it might have been like four and six, or, yeah. or five and six, or something, five, five, something yeah, way down the line. Yeah, it was five and six, I think. Yeah, and and yeah, dude, I just this movie scares the fuck out of me every time I watch it, and it, it it's one of those ones I saw really young as a kid, and I'm not sure if that kind of has any effect. But every time I watch it, dude, 
I'm so far like on the edge of my seat, my ass is touching the ground. It's, it. I don't know, man. I I just I, I'm terrified by this film. You know, it's backcountry West Virginia. They're known for plenty of things: beautiful landscapes, no cell phone service, and inbreds. And it just culminates, and and it's beautiful. I love yeah. this film. It's one of my favorite slasher movies. I probably I, I when we did our top ten slashers non franchise, I thought of this one and I really wanted to add it, but then I was like, "Fuck, there's six movies. That sucks." Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I wish there was. I mean, like I said, I wish there was more of the same point though. It's like what you get down the line. It's like it's just more bullshit after more bullshit. So you're like, ah, it's probably the best that they just ended that off. So yeah, and the thing I love about this film too is the acting. The, to in my opinion, okay, I guess this is probably the universal opinion as well this film the acting in it is great like you mentioned the star power you know uh mm-hmm. desmond harrington eliza dushku for f- fuck's sake like lord have mercy um, <laughs> yeah. i knew you liked that one <laughs> yeah the characters are genuine too like you they're they're not okay i guess carly can be annoying sometimes but in all honesty people are probably gonna be really annoying and and fall down and cry in these instances because like you're fucking petrified like you you don't think that you're gonna survive so what's the chance of fighting you know she breaks down the entire movie but they're, they're all likable i like all the characters except for the pepto or what, pepto-bismol chugging redneck that yeah oh was, my god so gross I, I i said to someone i said you know what i saw my, my good friend i said Okay, if your existence is sitting at a gas station in the middle of fucking nowhere, drinking Pepto Bismol, and that's all you're doing, like, are you even living? Like, is that even a life? I mean, what the <laughs> that's fuck? That's the best dude? life to have. Are you kidding me? I don't, man. I just, I, I would just choke myself to death with that Pepto Bismol and call it a day, man. Call it a life. <laughs> I never uh, understood why, though. Like, why, why is he drinking Pepto Bismol? Is that kind of like a, like a, um, a mouthwash thing that if you drink enough, it gets you drunk, or? I don't know. Maybe he likes the taste. Uh, he likes the pink stuff. Maybe I make some. Oh shit! I, don't we all? I'm, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> wow, man, you're just getting all silly tonight, aren't you? Um, no, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly don't know why he's drinking Pepto Bismol. I really, I would like to know that. Like, can we find that actor or find the director or the writer and say, "What the fuck was up with that?" Tell us. I want to know why right the fuck now. They'd be like, eh, we're just gonna find something to drink." <laughs> really? <laughs> There's Pepto Bismol just sitting on the fucking shelf. Let's give it to him. Hell yeah, that's like old too. <laughs> the last thing I wanted to mention about this film is all of the fucking injuries that happened during filming. Uh, the character of fuck uh, Carly, just talk about her. She dislocated her shoulder where in the scene where they're jumping out of the um the fucking treetop thing. Oh yeah, and she lands on a on a one of the fucking trees, and she mm. and her and Eliza Dushku, pretty much everyone in this film did their own stunts for some goddamn reason. And when you can actually hear after she jumps, you can hear a pop and rumor Ooh. has it that's her fucking shoulder. But then again, it could it just sounds like trees snapping, you right. know, so yeah. it's kind of up to you. I, I could definitely hear the pop that they're talking about. So next time you watch this movie, pay attention to when she jumps out of the treehouse and definitely you can hear a pop. Damn. Um, and an and a, a injury that's 10 times more serious was Desmond Harrington, our boy. Mm-hmm. Um the scene where they're running away from the cabin and up that hill, mm-hmm. he broke his ankle. Oh, he did? Damn. Yeah, that there's sucks. a scene where he, he jumps like up on like a little log, and I'm not sure mm-hmm. if it's landing on the log or jumping off the log where he fell on his ankle. Fucking broke it. Oh. So 
consequently, the very next scene, he's running and the hillbillies shoot him in the ankle. Oh, wow. To, they, they did they, that, I guess? They wrote that. Yeah, they wrote that into the script so he wow. could hobble for the rest of the film. That's actually that's, – see, that, and that's that's good writing right there, honestly. That's Oh, my God. It is brilliant. Yep, because it worked out perfectly, like I said. Could you imagine fucking film, like continuing a film after you break your ankle? Like we're pretty much you're running away from inbred people. Like it's yeah, not what I, I want to be about. Like I don't want to do that. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a paycheck, so, you know. I was in this with, now was this pre Dexter or post Dexter? I'm trying to think of the way your Dexter came out. Definitely pre, I believe. This is 2003. I think Dexter was probably like seven or eight. Yeah, I think so. So this is definitely he was definitely hurting for a paycheck. So that's definitely he's like, you know what? It is what it is. I got to make it through this and get this paycheck in because if you've been doing Dexter, you'd be like, fuck this shit. So or even after that, <laughs> yeah, so. I don't need this. Yeah, I don't need this shit. I don't need this fucking broken ankle. I'll fucking go you know chill in the fucking Hollywood Hills. So um, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. But uh, yeah, like, like I echo everything you said. Like I said, it's, this is a great, great film. I kinda, I'm kind of taken back that you said it's one of your favorites slasher films. But at the same point, like I can, I can understand it. So definitely um, amongst the 2000s. Perfect. Okay. All right. That that makes a little more sense because I said there's a lot more yeah. that I can see that would be one of your favorites. But I okay, that makes a lot more sense. I'm glad <laughs> you glad you cleared that up, man. Um, Just a little reiteration. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Um, all right. Well, let's let's get to my number one film, and it's it's one that you touched on being a, one of the most fun films in the franchise, and it definitely why is why it's my favorite. Uh, it's Wrong Turn Four. Uh, this this one, like you said, it takes place in the snow, and I have been you know, I, I, everyone wants to slasher in the snow. They, people keep talking about Friday the Thirteenth in the snow. They want that to happen, and I'm like, well, you got a slasher right here in the snow, and it fucking is perfect. I mean, the way they utilize the the snowmobiles at the end, I mean, just fucking brilliant. Um, oh, that last scene is brilliant, dude. That whole yeah, like the last like ten fifteen minutes is just awesome to me. I just they crawling out, they crawl out the window, and they like tunnel through the snow and everything. That's just that's so fucking cool. Uh, kind of gives the whole shining vibe, you know, at the end. So, um, but the acting sucks and you know like that. But there's a lot of people to die in this film. The first scene where they're in the sanitarium and it's showing all the people, all the, the inbreds get out and everything, and are terrorizing all the the staff and everything. Uh, that scene is just it's fucking brilliant it's just great the way they kind of just run up you know, run crazy and just create havoc and all that stuff but uh like i said uh, all the actors in this you just know they're gonna die off one by one so i'm like all right here we go you know let's get a kill count going here you know and it's one of the better ones in the series with, with that aspect so um and okay the ending of this film is one of the greatest endings to any slasher film of all time um you know okay this so, so two of the girls survive and it's uh, it's Kenya and Sarah. Um, okay, okay, before I get, before I tell you what happens to them, if you haven't seen it before, let's run down my top three kills real fast, because um, of course that's going to land in one of my top kills. Um, we have Bridget, and she is uh, she gets snowmobiled to death. Um, <laughs> snowmobiled to death. <laughs> if that makes any sense, uh, she she's laying on the ground, and he puts that snowmobile track on her fucking you know body, and just just grinds her into that fucking ground. I mean, blood splattering everywhere. And there's like this blood mist, I call it at the end where you just know she's fucking dead. Cause this blood mist just goes, Poof, and she's, Oh just yeah. Dead. That was, that was such a nice shot. Oh, it's freaking brilliant, man. The way they did that. It's just that, Oh, I call it the blood mist is one of the best things in the film. Um, number two is Dr. Ryan at the first, when they're running that muck through the entire hospital, he gets, I call it quarter horse, but I guess it's just, he gets quartered, uh, by, I guess it's like a machine, I guess, and there's barbed wire attached to all of his extremities, and they just get ripped off one by one. It's so brutal. God, it's just ugh. Um, 
that's just brilliant in itself. And of course, number one, talking about the ending there, um, it's Kenya and Sarah, and I'll just, just kind of describe real briefly what happens. They think they got away. They've they've knocked off one of the hillbillies with a big log, and they knocked him off his snowmobile. Um, and they take it, and they go, we're getting the fuck out of here. And they're taking off in the sunset, and they're all laughing and giggling and shit, you know. And like, okay, so two of them survive. So another film where more than, you know, actually someone survives. And then all of a sudden you hear this, oh, shit. And then <laughs> you see the, you hear this, and then their heads go <laughs> flying up in the air. And they have forgotten to look and see the barbed wire stretching across two posts in front of them, and they get decapitated. So they decapitate themselves, which is just brilliant to me. I just love the way they finish that film off. Um, yeah, I just when I saw that, I was like, "Oh shit, <laughs> that's fucking awesome!" But uh, it was so genius the way they did that too, because it was just completely blindsided everybody. I was like watching that film, like yeah, like you mentioned, she's like, "Oh shit," she says, "Oh my god," and then like it's. And then you're like, wait, what the fuck? And then their heads go flying. I'm like, oh, no, they didn't. Like, yeah, that's well, great. Cause it, well, because at first you think it's, you know, one of the hillbillies has, you know, made it back or whatever and cut their head off. But no, he kind of pans back and you see that barbed wire fence you know, running across the field. And you go, oh, no way. <laughs> they didn't see that shit, you know. <laughs> but uh, I think that's why this ranks number one on my, on my list for the fact that that ending is just brilliant. I, mean, I just love it. Uh, like I said, it, it takes you by surprise. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, whenever we can make oh, shit, and cover my mouth and my hand, you know, like, ooh, you know. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but, well, fuck, um, dude. I'm glad you liked Four because I, I love Four too. That's definitely a film that you never really ever hear anybody talking about seriously. in any circumstance. And I really think that a lot more people should watch it. I think a lot of people would like it. It's Again, it's a mindless slasher. The acting is not the best. But if you're just kind of going into it for the kills and, and a good time, then this is, one is definitely right there for you. Yeah, and at the first, you know, you got that big long, like you know, four or five scene sex scene. I mean, there's like they go on different room to room. And there's like almost like a porn. Oh movie my god, it's, there's so many. <laughs> god, well, this whole franchise, and I almost did like a top, you know, a top. Uh, I guess like five, like sex, sex scene from every I, film. <laughs> I, I almost, or I, I was almost did that. I'm like, nah, that's a little too much. <laughs> but yeah, if you're into sex scenes, this this franchise is your thing. So, oh yeah, it's got more TNA than wrestling. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Another thing that the uh, some of the people might get, uh, yeah, but yeah, it's, that's mm, yeah, the TNA <laughs> in this is definitely just all over the place, and, uh, and it's more it's more T than A, I guess, because they show a lot of titties in this in this franchise. But um, that's your yeah. thing, dive right in. So you know, motorboat that shit. Um, <laughs> but, well, yeah, like I said, I, I think I definitely surprised some people with a couple of my picks. Um, I th- and honestly, I think that. Your your view on your top, you know, whether you've labeled them out, I think that is a lot of people will gravitate towards your list more than they did mine because uh, it does take that, you know, the later films are definitely more of the eh, and the early films are more of the eh, you know, so it's – Oh. But anyway, there you go. There's your all six uh, wrong turn films ranked by your boy and your boy. So, <laughs> um, your boys. Your boys are kicking. Um like I said, this this I love doing these films. I love doing this these franchises, breaking them down. I just love to kind of see, especially this one was kind of different. It was way different than the first two. So I thought, you know, I'm going to see how it all pans out. And like I said, it wasn't you know one of the top franchises in the slashers you know series. And and it, honestly, it is. It's a it, 
this whole thing is a slasher to me. This series in itself is almost like it's almost like a survival slasher thing rather than just a straight slasher franchise. So what, what do you think about that? Yeah, 100%. Like, it's people that come across them in the cabin in the middle of the woods, and it's them trying to get out alive. And, and it's always very fun to watch the kind of cat and mouse. It's, it's very cat and mouse. You know, Prey and the Predators. And almost all these films kind of start off with just random people hiking and then just being killed immediately. And then mm-hmm. it's like another group, you know? So, it, it, yeah, that survival aspect is definitely very heavy in these films. Yeah, well, because usually the slasher series, you know, when you go talk about a slasher movie, you're talking about like they don't know they're being killed. Like they're just being killed off one by one. And at the end, the end is the case of cat and mouse. These films, it's almost like the cat and mouse is through the entire thing. So it's kind of like a little different spin on the slasher thing. So I thought that's pretty cool. So Yeah, most definitely, man. It's a really fun series. Obviously... We're not a fan of some of the films, but I think it, the top three films on both of our lists we can highly suggest for people to watch if you're just looking for a fun time. Yeah, oh, definitely. This is definitely one of those fun time franchises. So, um, all right, well, there you go. That's uh, that's our third film series in this slasher series. So I'm really excited to uh, to get to our next one. We'll find out what that is at the end of the show. So stay tuned. And if I don't forget to ask. <laughs> yeah, you're going to fucking forget. Don't act like you're I'll not going to. I swear to you, I'll forget. I, even I remember them. So I'll remember that. I, I swear. If I do, I'll figure something out. I don't know. I'll let you uh, do things to me later on. Um, oh. All right. So there we go. Let's get to some, uh, some shout outs. Um, I want to shout out our patrons still because these guys are just keeping us going. Love you guys to death. I just, I can't, still can't believe it, even to this day. You know, we've been doing this, what, seven months, eight months now? Just fucking phenomenal. I just, you guys are the best. Um, if you want to support us uh, through Patreon, 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 there we go. Um, that's great. If, if not, if you just want to, like I said, share a post, tell your friends, tell your family, you know, tell your dog, tell everybody about us, um, just, just do that too. But, you know, whatever you want to do, we are pro that. So just be you, do you. Um, uh, also, here's some other news uh, for our patrons as well. Uh, if you've noticed on our Instagram page, we have officially launched our merch store. Uh, we have a few things on there. Most of it's logo stuff. We do have our official I hate slash love Demon Wind shirt. Um, if you've been a... <laughs> If you've been a long time listener of the show, you know that, you know, Kevin and I have a love and disdain for that, uh, that film. And it kind of shows with that shirt. So, and it's cool because some people don't realize that on the front of the shirt, it says, I hate slash love. On the back, it says, I love slash hate. So you kind of can wear it any way you want. You can walk backwards or you want forwards or, you know, sideways. Or no, it's the other way around because that's what makes me mad is the front of the shirt says, I love with crossed out hate. Oh, that's and right. I, I did that. Mad. Yeah, and I was, I was like, God damn it. I was like, that, the love deserves to be on the front. Nope, love deserves to be back, man. Always here. <laughs> love in the front. You know, hate in the front, party in the you know, Was it party in the back or love in the back? I, you like you yeah, like the love. You, you like the love in the back, so we all know that for a fact. So. Loose in the caboose. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Anyway. But anyway, go check out our merch. <laughs> um, yes, please. Seriously, because it's, it's good. We're going to add more stuff soon. Uh, I just added a – uh, a print that our boy Scares and Terrors, Adam, just did for us with uh, – it's like a half Jason mask, half ghost face mask uh, with their logo on it for like a print, like a poster or a uh, canvas print. So go check that out. I'm, okay, I'm actually going to grab one of those for my uh, my wall. So um, really excited about that. Um, some podcast shout-outs real fast. Um, Alone in the Dark podcast. And guys, you guys are awesome. Um, talking about uh, the uh, the horror basements. Uh, you guys are just fantastic. Uh, Dr. Roy. 
Yeti and Jim Jam, guys, you guys every week just are just the best. Uh, we really appreciate you guys having us on your TN uh, Horror News Network, especially getting our podcast out there to all the listeners that can't find us anyway. You know, we really appreciate uh, you guys sharing us that way and, and uh, just keep up the great work. Uh, Music City Horror, again, you guys are just awesome, so keep up the good work there. Um, I think it's time to plug yourselves up. Um, we are. Wait, I've got to get. I got a shout out. To oh, you do. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that's right. Because last week you didn't do one. So yeah, what do you have, man? What do you have? Yeah. Uh, fucking window regulators, dude. Wow. It's a. It's the part. It's the part in your car that's motorized that allows you to just press a button and your car window goes up and down. Now a lot of people don't realize how nice that is because you like to just kind of take things for granted a lot, you know. But once that motherfucker goes out, I've had it go out before. And you know the button doesn't it the window doesn't go up or down and you gotta force that bitch up and down it's a real pain in the ass so thankfully regulators thank you I appreciate everything you do um I know you might feel left out because a lot of people are all about oh my god V8 Hemi oh my engine and oh my dick's small but you know what <laughs> you're a window motor you'd be happy with oh you oh my god you're funny dude uh, I was gonna say. Yeah, I know a lot of people might not get this, but regulators mount up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Regulator, you mount up all you got, boy. You're worth every penny. I agree. I have one. I love it. So I can't, I can't, I can't deny that. It's just one of the best things ever. So, um, okay. And, <laughs> and after all of that, now it's time to, to plug ourselves up and, uh, you can find us on Instagram at his horror podcast. Fuck Twitter. Fuck it. <laughs> and uh on facebook you can find us at it's a horror podcast my personal instagram page is old man ghost face and yours is slashing captain boy hell yeah um i think you put up some oh you're gonna do some some wrong turn stuff so yeah if you haven't checked those wrong turn reviews yet go check those out on kevin's page and um like i said you check out our merch store you know uh just keep uh, keep keep interacting with us, man. We just love the interactions on our page. We just love talking to you guys and see what you guys think. You know, give us your top five lists and you know the, the top you know way you rank these series and uh, just just you know keep engaged, man. We just love the way that you guys do that. So just keep it up. Um, I can't think of anything else I want to cover, man. Anything else you want to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, yeah, what we're doing next week? Goddamn dang it! I knew it. You get me later, I guess. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you, you want me to go ahead and sprout out, sprout out what we're doing next week? Uh, go ahead, man. I can't wait to hear it. All right. So three chapters down, man. What is something good that we can move on to? Wes and I kind of discussed this week. What's a good, uh, you know, we don't want to start off with the heavy hitters. You know, your Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday the 13th. We're trying to save those on a little bit till later. So we're trying to discover some hidden gems. Some some gems in, that the horror community know well, um, and that is the Twilight series. Um, what the fuck? Yes, sir. All five Twilight films. We're going to be reviewing them next week, and stay tuned. And I'll be taking uh, applications for a new co-host. Uh, send those <laughs> to Old Man Goes Face. Uh, <laughs> you weren't expecting well, that, were you? I was not expecting that, sir. So please, God. Tell us what the real one is before I lose my fucking shit. <laughs> All right, man. So next week we're doing sleepaway camp. Woohoo! Dicks are us. All right. Now, <laughs> this is a very kind of interesting week because there's technically five films in the series. Yeah. But one is comprised of just archival footage from all the first three films. So... Next week, we're going to be talking about four 
of them. And actually, it's weird, worth noting, I guess we're going to mention this next week too, but they actually filmed another film called, like, Camp Coldbrook that um, obviously was never released, and it was supposed to be kind of tied in with the Sleepaway Camp universe. We'll talk about that next week. I'm just trying to give you a little excitement, a little something-something to look forward to. So, yeah, man, Sleepaway Camp next week. It's going to be a lot of uh, gender fun. <laughs> yes, a lot of gender bending or gender normalities and uh yeah we'll figure all that out because there's a lot of dong to be talked about so <laughs> <laughs> there you have it it's just out on display baby you know rock out with the cocks out so to speak so hell yeah um, brother hell yeah hell yeah brother okay well i guess that about does it for us i am getting sleepy because i did have my pudding cup tonight and my pills are kicking in <laughs> so i'm ready to fuck up out of here so <laughs> my name is wes i'm kevin and we'll see you next time See ya. Don't let her get away, Mommy. Don't let her live. I won't, Jason. I won't.